A uniform stood outside the office door, looking bored but alert. Sonora flashed her ID and the man relaxed his pose and stepped toward her. Officer Rehnquist, ma'am. Detective Delarosa told me to tell you he's out of the scene. We got a body? Sonora asked. No, ma'am. Just blood. Rehnquist was an older man, with the red flush of high blood pressure across his cheeks. A lot of lines around his eyes. Worry or laugh lines, Sonora couldn't tell. He was on the portly side, but he'd be cuddly in a sweater. He reminded Sonora of her favorite uncle, who used to drink her milk for her when her mom wasn't looking. Rehnquist looked tired, but alert. It was not every day a who-done-it crossed his path. Sonora rubbed the back of her neck. How much blood? Officially speaking, a lot. Sonora glanced over her shoulder at the array of Mazdas, Explorers, and Camrys that were parked in and around the police cars. A lot of civilians around. Who are they? Girl's father. What's her name again? The officer flipped open his notebook, but didn't need to look. Joelle Chauncey. Her dad, one Dixon Chauncey, came home from work around 5.30. He lives on the premises in a house trailer with two other children. Anyway, he comes home and finds out that his oldest daughter, Joelle, went out riding and didn't come back. They put up a search, but the girl and the horse were gone. Gone? Disappeared just like that? Like what? I don't know, ma'am. But the girl and the horse are gone and there's a lot of blood. Where's the father now? Renquist inclined his head toward the office door. In there with some of the people who ride here? Lady that runs the place. She teaches lessons, sports horses. She around? She was out at the scene talking to Detective Delarosa. But I think I saw her head back into the barn a minute or two ago. Her name is Donna Delaney. Answered the question before she asked. Experience was a wonderful thing. Give me one minute with the dad. The office door stuck, and Renquist leaned over and yanked it open. A gust of wind blew Sonora's hair and set off the ting of wind chimes, a circle of pewter horses hanging just outside the door. The father was easy to spot. Chauncey sat way back on the couch, knees tight, chin wobbly with the effort not to cry. Likely he had shaved that morning, but he was one of those men who would need to shave twice a day to stay presentable. He was flanked by two women, parents of children in the riding program. Sonora gasped. They sat beside him offering the consolation of their presence in exchange for their involvement, albeit on the sidelines, in a tragic but fascinating ordeal. They would have brought baked goods and a ham if they'd had sufficient notice. Chauncey slid forward on the couch and stood quickly to shake Sonora's hand. He might be out of his mind with worry, but he would not neglect common courtesy. Police Specialist Blair, you're Dixon Chauncey? Sonora showed him her badge, knowing he would find it a comfort. She wondered why he was not out looking for his daughter with the uniforms. Yes, ma'am. I'm Joel's father. His knees were wobbly and he teetered forward, which answered her question as to why he wasn't out looking. Sonora took his hand and nudged him back toward the couch. Sit down, Mr. Chauncey. He obeyed instantly. He wasn't overweight by more than 15 or 20 pounds, which would have been unnoticeable if he dressed with a certain amount of common sense. He didn't. He wore his pants tight and curved over his hips, and the length was an inch too short. Likely the pants had fit perfectly until washed. He could have been attractive, but he wasn't. The least endearing thing about him was his posture. Back slightly humped, shoulders curved and sloping, elbows bent, like Popeye.